Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Over the past few months, Helen has asked me to do a podcast and um, I have declined. I somehow didn't feel that I was in the right place. But uh, Howard was due to take today's and he asked if I'd do it. Of course, being the very obedient wife that I am, I said, yes, of course, my dear. <clears throat> well, <laughs> truth is, at, at that point, I, I felt that led to take it. Um, God had put Psalm 46 on my heart. A few days after agreeing to do the podcast, a letter came from Open the Book, which I'm part of, which takes the Bible and Bible stories into schools. And in the letter was a, a little booklet. And on the first page of the booklet, it was Psalm 46. And that to me was confirmation that this is what God wanted to share with us today. Uh, Psalm 46. And I, I am going to, to read it um, to you. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake and with its swelling. There is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her, just as the break of dawn, the nations raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made the desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Amen. I'd like us to look particularly, first of all, at verse 10, which says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. I don't know about you, but I find it very difficult to be still. Some folks can sit for hours on a beach or, or days. I find that difficult. Um, if I've got a book to read, then I sometimes can sit for a little bit longer. A few years ago, we'd had a particularly busy and trying time and we really needed a break. And we booked a last-minute uh, week's trip to a beautiful island of Skiathos. Well, I think we managed about a day and a half um, sitting still. And after that, we just had to get up and go and, and start exploring the island. Um, some people in the very small hotel we were in didn't leave the hotel for a whole week. But I find it very difficult to, to just do that. And it may be true with you that in the hustle and bustle of life, we find it difficult to just be still. Often we see people in, a, in, in waiting rooms or when we've got to sit and we're on our phones and, and looking at various things on there. We find it very rarely that we just sit and do nothing. As a young girl, I had a, a two-hour journey to, to work. That was two buzzies worth. And sometimes I'd read, but sometimes I'd just sit and think and be still. 
find it difficult now to think of the last time when I just sat and was still. Perhaps during lockdown and over this last month, you've had more opportunity to be still. But I don't think this verse is just telling us to sit in still and in peace and quiet. We know how lovely that is to sit and look at a, a beautiful mountain scene or um, a wonderful beach. I think this verse is much more than that. It's telling us to stop, to shut up, to not strive. You know, when trouble and difficulties come, we often want to wade in and sort it out. I'm very much like that. <laughs> I want to get stuck in and, and sort it. Well, we recently decorated our, our dining room. Now, Howard likes to, to think about a decorating job before he does it. Um, sometimes he has to think for quite a while before he starts a decorating job. But he likes to prepare the walls or, or polish them, as I, as I often comment. And he does things very methodically and carefully. Me, I'm the opposite. I'm in there and done it while he's still thinking about it. Often making more mess than I should. But after 40 years of marriage, we've, we've finally sorted it. He wallpapers, I paint. Each has their own job in their own way. And peace reigns in the barber household. Sometimes when we wade in and sort things out, we can make more of a mess of it. And God must despair with me sometimes. <laughs> I can imagine him thinking, Carol, shut up. Stop it. I've got this. Stop meddling. Be still. And know that I am God. And it's just not just to know that there is a God, but to truly know him to think of him, to allow him to be in control. It's a very powerful verse. Some of the other words in this, this chapter are talking about the mountains and various works and, and wars. But it starts off in a very lovely way by saying, God is our refuse and strength. A very present help. I love that word present there. Present help. He's here. He's in the middle of it. He's got it covered. He's with us. In verse 8, it tells us to behold the works of the Lord, to remember all the things he does and all the things he can do. He's a God of the impossible. He's an amazing God. So be still. Stop striving. And know who I am. I am God. I've put the, the knowing of God into six little headings. To know God, to enter into complete worship with him. When we're worshipping, we can't be worrying. When we're recognising who God is, it makes us realise how small we are. When we come into his presence, and wonder at the wonderfulness of God. So number one, to know God is to worship God. And as we worship him, we enter into communication with him. So I'll put number two is to pray. To communicate with him 
on a higher level. Jesus prayed. He put it down as something really important. And if it was important for him to do, then it's important for us to do. Sometimes he took time to be on his own to pray. Sometimes he wanted to pray with others. And as he approached death, his priority was to talk with God. So worship, pray. The third one I've got down is knowing God is to remember, to think of all the things he's done for us, both in this world and personally. Particularly at the moment, we're perhaps thinking of, of this epidemic that we're going through. It's perhaps helped us to remember and to prioritise and um, and have um, appreciation for some of the little things, some of the things that we often miss. I don't know what you've missed during this this lockdown. Some of us have had to sacrifice cuddling of grandchildren and um, and doing lots of celebrations and things that would have gone on. I've actually worked through the um, this time of my two-day-a-week has actually extended into three or four days because things have taken longer to do. Um, and I haven't perhaps had as much time to, to be still. But I can use that as an excuse. Often we're too busy to remember and to think about all the things that God is doing for us. And when we don't do those things, we, we miss out. So one, worship, two, pray, three, remember, and four, I've put down as watch. When we're still, we notice things. And when we know God, we notice what he does and what he is and who he is. I think of God often saying, sit back, watch me work. Stop meddling. Just let me do this for you. Just watch me. It reminds me a little bit of um, my daughter. I tried to teach her to knit. And as a seven-year-old, she was getting into quite a muddle with this knitting. And I could see exactly where she was going wrong. On a few occasions, I sat there with her and I said, well, let me help. Let me show you what you're doing wrong. No, she was determined to do it herself. But yes, then uh, the wool, the knitting needles went flying across the room and she stormed off. Can't do it, she said. Have you ever tried sorting things out for yourself when there's a problem? And then turn around shouting at God, what's going on? This is impossible. I can't do it. Why aren't you helping me? And God's probably saying, I've been trying to. You didn't let me. Be still. Stop meddling. Know that I am God. Let go and let God. In the second half of the verse, it says, He will be exalted among the nations. He will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. And we need to recognise this, that he is all-powerful and he is in control. The fifth one I've put down is to be thankful. It tells us in the Bible to be thankful in all circumstances. That's tough because 
I don't really feel like saying thank you when trouble comes and when things aren't going right. But God tells us we should be thankful in all circumstances, not just the good things. We need to be thankful and see the things that he does in fresh eyes and realise that he is tenderly caring for us. He is our refuge, our hiding place. And we need to have a thankful spirit in knowing God. The last one is that we need to listen. We often hear and we often talk at God. But do we always listen? It reminds me sometimes as, as a child, children come, don't they? And it's, I want, I want, I want. And when we pray, we may come with a huge list of things. And that's nothing wrong with that. We need to ask God for things. That's good. And sometimes we do a cursory thank you. And we forget the, the other side of things. And we forget to listen to what God wants. We're a bit like children, aren't we? I want, I want, I want. My son had it figured out, actually, as a little one. He didn't say I want. He used to say, I need, mummy, I need. He'd realised even as a small child that I need sounded much more important and vital and sounded better than I want. It's not always easy to listen to God. And we need to listen carefully. And to find out what he wants, what's his will, and to bring God into our situation. We often sing a, a verse in church about welcome Holy Spirit and you're welcome here and inviting God's Spirit in. And I often used to think, well, why are we doing that? God's Holy Spirit is here, he's here with us. But I do understand that we also have to allow God into our lives, that sometimes he won't barge in. He wants us to invite him in, to listen to him and to truly know him. So the verse in chapter 46 is, Be still and know that I am God. To worship, to pray, to remember, to watch, to thank and to listen. There's so much more in Psalm 46. I hope that you'll take another look through it and that you will be, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll be truly blessed by what God is saying to us in this. So thank you for listening. Bye.